Welcome everyone. Thank you for coming. This is the first iteration of Drink More Water Presents the Artist Series. Uh, most of you know me. My name is Serge, aka Young Warhol. Hello. Uh, thank you for coming. One, give a big shout out to X Pizza for hosting this, for letting us use the space. Uh, to Samantha specifically for helping organize it. Uh, I am not going to talk too much more right now because we're here for the music, but I just want to give an extra big shout out to our good friends Allison and Ezra from Shallow Halo. And so without further ado, Shallow Halo.
Shallow Halo, everyone. Another round of applause, please. All right. Okay, well, we are going to get back to the music in one second, but I uh, wanted to ask Ezra and Allison from Shallow Halo a couple questions. Hello. Hi, Serge. Hey. Hello. Thanks for having us. It's so cool. fun. We love X-Pizza. Shout out X-Pizza, everyone. We love drink more water. We love drink more water. All right. So tell us a little bit about uh, how Shallow Halo came together. So, I mean, I know when we met, you said this was like a relatively recent project that it came out, you know, sort of over COVID, I believe. I mean, I assume it wasn't your first attempt at making music, but like, you know, was this like your first formal project or, yeah, like how did, how did this come together? Yeah, I mean, COVID was actually the first time we kind of like made music together. Ezra's always been in bands since I, I knew him. Um, like seven years ago, he was he had this band Easy TV. Um, and I used to play in Turtlenecks, which Shout is Harrison. The Dare is the previous band before The Dare. I played synth in that. Um, so yeah, like we, during the pandemic, like we just started making music and we ended up like with an album's worth of songs and we were like, we should put this out. Like let's start a new project. Um, yeah, so that's been really fun. I feel like also just like meeting so many inspiring friends slash musicians. Has that really, was like, last, early last year when you, your album came out, No Fun. Yeah. It was like spring of last year it was. Spring of last yeah. year, yeah. And that was around when you like worked with like Blake and Harrison and whatnot for the first time. I, think. I met like, them before. Yeah, yeah, I actually knew them like. Um, well, oh, I knew like Harrison yeah, like before the Blake pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I met Blake and May Rio. I spent a lot of time with like during the pandemic. Where we would just like hang out and like send each other music because like we couldn't play shows yeah. at the time. Um, so that was like a really precious time. Yeah, that's great. So what was sort of like, I mean, when you when you came together and like created Shallow Halo, what was sort of the idea behind it? Like, what was the concept? I mean, obviously, it's like, you know, very dreamy, very ethereal, like synthy. But like, yes, yeah, so it's like, talk a little bit like what was sort of like when you set out to make this a real project? Like, what, what did you have in mind with it? Like, totally. Or were you just like messing around and like, let's see what comes out of it? Like, I mean, honestly, like for me, like it was more like messing around because like I had never made music before in that yeah. way. But like. I grew up going... this was, like, your first, like, formal project. Like, yeah, as, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like, I played yeah. in a band before, but I never made my own music. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I grew up going to, like, three shows a week. Like, I was, like, a music fanatic, and I, I knew I just wanted to, like, bring that out in, like, live performances, so I feel like that really inspired the music. Like, I wanted just something, like, dancey, and, like, we just, like, both love, like, analog synths and drum machines, so that just made the most sense to incorporate into our music um, yeah i yeah. mean it, like it just like for a first album like it was just like such an a, a immediately like crystallized sound like it didn't really sound like you were experimenting or anything. like it really sounded like you came out like just fully formed like automatically of like this is who we are and like this is the sound so i mean if it was experimenting like it didn't really sound like that like, it, it, it really sounded like it was like you know fully planned and everything so that's kudos to you guys but um so yeah, so a little segue here. Uh, you guys have a new-ish uh, last month or two single, Crystal Ball. 
Um, yeah, we'll hear that in one minute, but talk a little bit about that, like how it came together and like, yeah, tell us a little bit about the new single and whatnot. Yeah, totally. So, um, I'm really inspired by the music that I grew up listening to and like going to shows at. So it was like, what are some of the, like, what are some of these shows and stuff that you would go to? Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of stuff that's like part of this like indie scene revival. So like we were listening to a lot of Lady Tron at the time. Um, I'm a big fan of like robots in disguise or freeze pop or just like very like synth heavy like dance music. So yeah, we were listening to a lot of Lady Tron at the time. We were like playing with the synth, the Poly Six, um, which has like a lot of like really awesome sounds. And um, we were hooking the the drum machine up to the or yeah the another synth that we have and just like looping that. And um, we came up with this like this like steady like synth line and it kind of um and then like the lyrics for me were inspired by like a breakup and it's like when you're dating someone who's like very indecisive and like looking back on it like everything is clear and like it but like at the time it's like make up your mind like make a decision and it's like you just like want like like a sign or something or like a crystal ball to just tell you like what to do but you know it just like fizzles out anyways and and then you're like oh yeah the answer was like within me so it's like this crystal ball is like the mirror within yourself well folks instead of talking about it why don't why don't we hear it shallow halo crystal ball take it away
Once again, shallow halo, everyone. All right, we got a few more songs coming up soon. Don't you worry. But we're going to get a little more into the interviews some more. So let's talk about, so we uh, so we met, uh, was I believe last August, something like that. Uh, you, me, Charlie, um, at like some fashion week thing, I think it yeah. was. Very strange. Um, I don't even remember what that show was exactly, but I think Harrison was Harrison DJing was at DJing. it. Yeah. yeah. And like you and Charlie I met before, but we got introduced. I had met Blake like the week before, but then the first time we worked together was when I styled you when you opened for Alice Glass at Warsaw, which was super cool. And that was before I had worked with Blake, with, and that was the first time I styled May as well. Um, so that show will always be like really special to me because like it feels like, you know, that really was like the start of something for me. And yeah, so talk a little bit about that because like, you know, even though we had just met, it was like so obvious that that was just like such a moment and like such a step forward for everyone. I mean, you know, I know it was the largest venue you had ever played in. Certainly like it was as a designer, like the largest I had, someone I had ever styled for. So yeah, I mean, tell us a little bit about that moment and whatnot. Yeah, totally. I mean, that was the biggest show that we've ever played, and to the most people that we've ever played. It was at Warsaw, and um, just opening for Alice Glass, which is, like, one of my idols growing up. Like, I saw Alice Glass, like, many years ago. Um, yeah, it was surreal, and um, because it was the biggest show that we've ever played, we're like, we need to pull out all the stops. Like, this is it. <laughs> like... A month before that, we were playing, like, tiny basement shows to, like, 20 people. And then, I don't even know, like, hundreds of people were there. there were, that was, like, <laughs> at least five, 600 people, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, that was huge. No, no, it was huge. And it was a great crowd. I mean, because that was my follow-up question was, like, that, you know, obviously, like, you got, you were, like, a pretty last-minute addition to that bill, I remember. Like, and yeah. so, you know, most people there were there to see Alice Glass. Probably a lot of people there were just Crystal Castles fans who might not have even necessarily known her solo work and stuff. So, like, I think a lot of people, most people probably weren't familiar with, like, with your work. So, like, what, and yeah, obviously it was a much bigger crowd than you'd ever played. How is, does that sort of differ, you know, playing for a much larger crowd, but just a crowd in general that's not as familiar with your work versus, like, yeah, like, when, you know, when we do, like, several other shows that we've worked on together, that have been at smaller venues with like way more intimate with like a lot of our friends in the crowd, a lot of familiar faces. Yeah, like is that a different at all? I mean, you know, personally being at that show, it was really amazing. I mean, the energy there was incredible. I mean, like yeah. Alice's fans gave you like, you know, a really amazing reception. But yeah, I mean, is it like different? Is it like a different approach or? Oh my God, yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, I feel like the scariest show we've ever played was, it was like the smallest show. I think um, two people from our guest list showed up, so we were playing to them and like the bartenders. Oh, was that at uh, Union Pool? No. Oh, well, okay. I guess that was also a small that show. That was weird, yeah. Because that was like, <laughs> that, a, I, I mean, remember. I was thinking about a different show. But yeah. we, we played another one where like no one that. came, but that was the first time that I ever experienced that, so yeah. it was actually really scary because I'm like, oh my God, what do I look at? Like, I'm going to look yeah. at like the two people that like I know that are here and like 
So that that show, because yeah. yeah, I played another show that served finally at that like no one came. Well, because that was like a day <laughs> of thing, and I remember like talking yeah, to you guys it was a about day of it thing. being because it was like a label showcase show that yeah. like wasn't they weren't even selling tickets for it. And yeah. everything. Like, so how are the ticket sales going? They're like, oh, zero tickets, cool. Like, well, like I was like, prepared for yeah. that. Like I knew. I, I mean, knew yeah, you go do. into it like, and yeah. you're just like, all right, well, we're just gonna have fun here. And like, but yeah, like the first time, like I never even like considered that as like a thing. So like when it happened, I was like, oh my god, do I stare at the wall? Like, what do I do? So that but, was yeah. scarier than playing for like a thousand people. Yeah, no, it was. Like, yeah, I feel like yeah. we were made to play like bigger shows, like bigger stages. Like it just like fell, like everything like yeah. fell into place. Like yeah, like I was saying, like we like pulled out all the stops. So I had like May, yeah, May, May Rio, my good friend, um, who sings on um she sang on the, the track that we just played but um yeah, yeah she's she like was a great. good friend collaborator Serge styled us it's the first like, time we worked together yeah no it was really great martin was there photographing yeah it was a great time yeah. it was awesome speaking of i mean you know speaking of alice glass and whatnot i obviously like you mentioned like you know she was the fan of her growing up like i think it's interesting because like uh, I look at that time period when growing up, when we were sort of like in high school, maybe like late middle school, but like high school and even early college, it was a really interesting time for the music industry as a whole because I think it was, I sort of see that time, like the early 2010s as like being like the bridge between like the old industry, which was like, you know, album sales, CDs, even like iTunes sales, like, but then before streaming caught on, and it was kind of like the Wild West for a couple years where, like, no one really knew how exactly to, like, approach music. I mean, at least, like, I was a huge hip-hop fan. Like, that time was, like, the blog rap era when you had, like, artists like Kid Cudi and Mac Miller, like, you know, releasing music for free and mixtapes and whatnot. And, yeah, and then you had, like, Alice Glass, like, Grimes. You had all these, like, really exciting sort of indie artists. Um, and it was a really interesting time. And, you know, obviously, Indie Sleaze Revival has been, like, talked to, like, to death and back. But, like... I think it's there's a reason that it's like that it has sort of come back and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, so I think it's sort of interesting. I mean, obviously, like opening for someone that you like grew up listening to is so cool. But like playing music that like is maybe not directly influenced, but at least informed by like the music we listened to growing up. What is that sort of like for you? I mean, because obviously, yeah, like as a creative, like, you know, you make what you know for sure. But it is sort of funny that the music uh, that now that like we're all adults and like fully like immersed in our creative pursuits, like a lot of the stuff that's come back popular is like what we grew up listening to and whatnot. Like. Totally, yeah. And I feel like as an artist or even just like as just like a person, like there's like a period of time where you just kind of like think everything that you're inspired by or like like in the past is like embarrassing or something and are like trying to reject it. And, like, I, there was, like, a moment where I just realized that, like, all of these, like, musicians and, like, um, shows that I went to, like, like, yeah, maybe some are embarrassing, but, like, the, like, as a whole, like, combined, like, totally is, is like, a part of me and, like, definitely informs, like, everything that I make and do and stuff, and I've, like, come to really, like, be proud of that, yeah. No, I mean, I think you have to, like, as a creator, I think it's just sort of inevitable that, like, you're going to, I mean, as, like, a designer, like, you know, you, all the themes that I touch on is just, like, stuff that I'm going through in life, but, like, you know, a lot of stuff that I grew up with, and so I think, like, making me, I've never made music before, but, like, I think I just, 
Magic is the same where, like, you just inevitably are going to, like, draw on the stuff that sort of formed you and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so speaking of the live, so speaking of um, the shows and stuff, we're going to get back to the last few songs. But you guys are going on tour starting next month. Very exciting. Uh, when is the first date for that again? Um, March 24th. We March. go on a, a tour. We're back. April 2nd, and we have an Elsewhere show we're headlining. Elsewhere headlining show, baby. Woo! That's when again? April April 5th. April 5th. Save the date. Save the date. April 5th headlining show. Yes. Um, All right. Well, let's get back to that last block of songs, and then we'll talk a little more and then close it out. So one more time, Shallow Halo, everyone. Thank you.
one last time. Shallow Halo, everyone. All right, before we get out of here, I have to, I'm glad you broke out the glasses. I have to ask about yes. the, the props on the stage. And we got my favorite uh, right underneath here. Our special guest for the last song, My girl, Agatha. Agatha. My girl, Agatha. Shout out, Agatha. So, she comes everywhere with me. Yeah, so that was, before we close off here, wanted to ask about what exact, because that was one of the first things, like, I picked up on, like, when we worked together was, obviously, I've been playing the music, but, like, how great y'all's stage presence is and, you know, obviously, like, the choreography and stuff, but, like, the props and everything. Shout out my girl, Agatha. Shout out, you know, the the phone, which is not with us tonight, not unfortunately. Tonight. We had a but, um, downsize for here. Yeah. We're in a small space, folks. But, yeah, so what, like, went into, like, was there, like, a thought process behind, like, the, uh, the, the props and whatnot? Talk a little bit about that like totally i mean going back to our previous question like growing up like what made going to shows so special to me was just like the experience of like going to the show like being present being around people who love the same music that you're going to see and just like feeling connected to everyone so i like we wanted that experience like we just like want to make like our live shows like really special like that and like i just like have met so many amazing people and i want to bring all my magical friends together like tonight Woo. so thank you everyone for coming Woo. Woo. thank you everyone yeah but that like definitely like we're thinking about that like when we're writing songs so like like how for, you're gonna yeah. perform them and yeah whatnot. totally yeah. so like this 30 minutes like we want you to be like hypnotized and like present and just like here and like we want to take you into our world so to do that we're like bringing these props in and um just like showing you like little snippets of like what is special to us and we love it folks, yeah we love we? it we love Agatha. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get to Shallow Halo's last song. Um, just to close out, obviously, you have the tour coming up. We have the headlining show at Elsewhere coming up. Um, anything else that you want to promote that we want to talk about? for the f Like, what's the future for Shallow Halo? Imagine you have more music coming in the future. What's, the, yeah, so what's the future looking like? We have so much music um, on the back burner. Um, but March 8th, Save the Day, we have our new song renaissance affair coming out and um Woo! me and charlie charlie baker right over here we've started doing like a dj night at um old flanks called we take manhattan so we we're take gonna take manhattan do, baby yeah we're gonna do a special one March wednesday's 8th. wednesday's favorite party every yes. every other wednesday we're gonna do um a single release celebration for renaissance affair and it'll be a really fun night we love it folks yeah all right well Everyone, thank you all for coming. We're going to get Shallow Halo's last song, then we're going to get out of here. So let's give it up for them thank one you. last time. Thank you, Come on.
One last time. Shallow Halo, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for coming, everyone. This was volume one of Drink More Water Presents the Artist Series. Uh, stay tuned for volume two, maybe in a month from now. We'll see. Uh, and until then, enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Love you all. Mwah.